Good morning. It's time for Daily Chapel at the LCMS International Center in St. Louis. The text is Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. The Reverend Dr. Jonathan Shaw is preaching. The broadcast of Chapel is underwritten by LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces. A reading from Matthew 28. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. What a fantastic text for Easter Friday and the installation of the Reverend Michael Fries as Deputy Director of LCMS Church Relations. Some have called this text the Great Commission, but it is actually, in Matthew's account, the Great Ordination of the Apostles to the Pastoral Office, but within proper exegetical bounds and in keeping with today, we may also call it the account of the great installation. For as word and sacrament go together as gift from God, so ordination and call slash installation go together to make the steward of the gift. The Gospel of Matthew begins with Greek words which mean the book of Genesis of Jesus Christ. As Genesis starts the Old Testament, Matthew intends his gospel to start the New Testament. His gospel demonstrates that Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ, the eternal Son of God. His gospel documents the redemptive words and deeds of Jesus as the content of catechesis and preaching. And his gospel displays Jesus, the lover and forgiver of souls, who took on our human flesh in the womb of the Virgin Mary to save us, was crucified to satisfy the wrath of God over our sins, and who rose from the dead to conquer sin and death and bring everlasting life. But this salvation, completed on the cross and at the empty grave, must now be distributed. Enter our text, the conclusion of St. Matthew's Gospel. After the events of Easter, after seeing Jesus in the upper room Easter Sunday, and again the following Sunday, the 11 disciples go to a mountain in Galilee appointed by Jesus. And we read, and when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. They worshiped him as their risen Lord and Savior. They rejoiced to see him. They bent the knee and praised God for his salvation. But some were doubting. The Greek word is edidasten. What does this mean? It doesn't mean that they were doubting that Jesus was the Savior. They were worshiping him for that. This word means that they were having doubts about something they were being called to do. 
Consider the use of the same word, idpastasen, when Jesus is speaking to St. Peter earlier in the Gospel. In Matthew chapter 14, Jesus is walking on the water. The disciples are in the boat. They see him and they are afraid. Jesus says, don't be afraid, it is I. Peter says, okay, if it is you, then command me to come out and walk on the water to you. Jesus responds, come. Peter starts to walk on the water toward Jesus, but he sees the wind and the wave and starts to sink and cries out, Lord, save me. Jesus catches him by the hand. And what does he say? You have a little faith. Why did you start to doubt? My word empowered you to walk. But instead of exercising your ears and your faith in my word to walk on the water, you decided to exercise your eyes and look at the wind and the wave, and you started to doubt. In Matthew 28, some of the disciples were having their doubts about what they were supposed to do next. That is, go out in Jesus' place as pastors. They undoubtedly started to doubt because they were not listening to Jesus, but instead were looking at their own frailties, at the enormity of the task, and at the wind and the wave of the adversary. That's where doubt comes from, from looking at our own frailties and at the enormity of the tasks and at the wind of the wave of the adversary who is defeated instead of listening to Jesus. Jesus addresses these doubts directly by speaking his empowering, forgiving, peace-bestowing word. Friends, he speaks the great ordination and installation. This is the sense of the pas this passage in the Greek. Jesus spoke authoritatively, Allah to them, saying, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. This authority I possess before all time as God. But now, this is given to me with respect to my human nature, in which I completed the atonement for sinners, died and was raised for their justification. With my authority and my ordination, then, go and make Christians out of the heathen by baptizing in them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and by teaching them to hold dear and guard in their heart all that I have commanded you. And behold, I will be with you and with all who follow in the apostolic pastoral office. I will attach my Holy Spirit to every sacramental act and preaching until the completion of this age when I will return at the last day. Amen. This is most certainly true. With this word, Jesus Christ ordained and installed his apostles as the first pastors. He pulled them out of their doubts. He heartened them with his promise. He placed them under orders. And he guaranteed that he would be the one forgiving and preaching and baptizing and communing through their actions and words. 
And in so doing, here Jesus is bestowing his Holy Spirit for his holy ministry to serve his holy people. This is a word for every pastor. Stop looking inside at your frailties, outside at the tasks, and fearing the wind and the wave. Listen to Christ's word and serve it up. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. This Easter Christ has ordained and installed pastors to distribute what he has already won. So go. That's the operative word. Forgive sins. Preach Christ's redemptive words and deeds. Open heaven by the cleansing waters. Apply the healing balm of the atoning sacrifice. And this is a word for every layperson. Stop looking at your frailties. God has stopped. He has already forgiven and forgotten. Stop looking at the enormity of your work and service. God knows what he is doing. Stop looking at the wind and the wave. Listen to Christ's word and step up and serve in faith. Alleluia. Christ is risen. This Easter, Christ has claimed you through baptism so that God the Father is your Father, so that God the Son is your Savior, so that God the Holy Spirit is your Comforter, who by faith and forgiveness and the fellowship of the altar will never leave you or forsake you. And this is a word for you, Michael. Our Lord has trained and ordained you, and he will now install you the one who provides the word and the sacrament, which alone powers the work in church relations. Now, to all of you, I know him maybe a little better than you do. From the perspective of human gifts, you should know that Pastor Michael Fries does come with all the bells and whistles. Global, international representation and planning at the strategic four-star level. In the Army, we call that HUA. Linguistically gifted, he loves to speak German. He enjoys traveling. He's a decorated war veteran. He has a great work ethic. He's dedicated to his family. And per perhaps, most importantly of all, he is able to hold up under withering fire of a demanding boss. <laughs> no, that is not what is most important, but I wanted to say it anyway. What is most as important is his confession of Christ his confession of Christ's gifts of the spotless word and saving sacrament of the Holy Trinity forever blessed. Uh, Michael, you know your frailties and you know the enormity of the purpose of church relations to advance Christ, excuse me, to advance church fellowship in Christ worldwide and you know the stakeholders working with 101 church bodies worldwide. We're so glad Bolivia is here today working with 101 church bodies with President Harrison as the LCMS chief ecumenical officer and rowing together in the church ship with the Commission on Theology and Church Relations, with the Office of International Mission, with our two great seminaries, with our districts and congregations, with the International Lutheran Council. It's hard. The task is great. The adversary does not sleep, but the word of the Lord endures forever. 
as the Lord has placed his first pastors under orders, so he has also placed you under orders to work toward achieving the church relations vision, worldwide confessional Lutheran churches, united in Christ's word, gathered at his altar, witnessing to the world. Thank goodness it is not up to you or to me or to all of us together to achieve this vision. Thanks be that Christ to God, that Christ has already achieved the victory, and it is Christ who ordains and calls and installs and distributes the fruits of his victory through his unworthy servants. So, so to quote Jesus, let's go. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us for Chapel. The broadcast of Chapel is underwritten by LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces. To learn more about LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces, visit kfuo.org slash chapel. KFUO Radio share is April 27th, 28th, and 29th. This is your opportunity to partner with KFUO Radio to help us proclaim the good news of Christ for you. Your partnership is vital for us to carry on this work. Join us April 27th, 28th, and 29th on KFUO.